0: Let's get this bitch on the road.
1: All right. Here we go. We're going to start in three, two, what the fuck is up? It's been a minute. We are back with a few good words podcast. We have a very special guest tonight. Ari's here too. She's quiet. Say hi.
0: Ari's a special guest. What the fuck are you You talking about? You
1: introduce (laughs) me. And then our special guest did just speak. we're going to start this
2: over.
0: No, No, that's perfect. No, this is our opening. hi welcome to a few good words i'm your host ben and we're here with our special guest ari katowski
3: thank you ben okay
1: this is not how we're doing it okay ari
0: just released her debut ep thoughts project
3: shut the
1: fuck up shut the fuck up okay okay hey what the fuck is up welcome back to a few good words podcast it's been a minute hope y'all have had a great winter spring early summer uh ari and i are back with our very special guest, uh, a Few Good Records' own Canadian himbo, Bentini. Everything's ben, on fire. I was gonna ask how you're doing, but I guess you answered already. Um, <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, but also
0: literally speaking, everything's on fire.
1: Yeah. <laughs> speaking of fire, we're here to talk about your new songs, old songs, and we are we are here to talk about the straight That's fire your you're dropping. Um, <laughs> um. Just, let's let's talk before we get into specifics here. Uh, you do music. Let's talk about how you got started in I, doing music.
0: Oh my God! How did I get started in doing music? Oh, well, let me move my mic out of my way so you, y'all can actually see my face. Um, that's a very ambiguous question. I uh, I saw a school of rock at a young age and it just kind of stuck.
1: Hell yeah! Um, uh, which, that's which basically the TLDR version. Improved- Wait, wait, so which child in School of Rock did you identify with the most?
0: I don't know, man. I it was probably Jack Black.
3: <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> no, That's no. the right answer. Jack That's... Black is who I
1: identify with currently. Jack Black
0: as... is who I always identify with. Jack, if you're watching, you're not listening, but please just reach out. Let's 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 hang out. I'll...
3: Jack like, I definitely drunk DM'd you to be on one of our releases. Just answer me.
0: Come please. make a music video with me. Let's collab. It'll be fun. Ben, are you covering Kickapoo for our movies comp? No, I'm covering Legend of the Rent, or something <laughs> off a of pop star.
2: Okay.
1: Anyway, we'll put it in that part of the conversation for now. Um, <laughs> So, you watched School of Rock as a young age, and you were an impressionable child, and that's why you make music now? Uh,
0: I mean, that's, like, the super, like, shortened version. It's kind of a longer story than that, because, Give
1: like... The potatoes of it! What? Give us the meat and potatoes of it!
0: Okay, jeez. Um, fuck, I'm trying to remember it. It's, like, I wasn't, like, when I was super young, I took, like, guitar lessons and stuff, but it wasn't like I was super, like... I don't know, I didn't fucking practice.
2: <laughs>
0: it was one of those things where I'm like, it. I'm like, it's cool to play guitar, but I don't know how to play guitar. I just want to <laughs> say I know how to play guitar. Um, and then, like, when I was in middle school, I was... Uh, I I mean, my school forced us into either choir or band, which was a fun choice. So I chose, I chose band because this was before I could sing. Um, because I couldn't sing as a kid, fun fact. People would argue that I still can't sing now, but that's a whole other argument. Um,
1: (laughs) What people don't understand is with pitch correction, anyone can sing.
0: That's true. Um, But anyway, uh, so I ended up playing the trombone for two years, which was a lot of fun. And then after that, it's like my love of music kind of definitely.
1: I played trumpet and baritone in school band. Nice. You would have like sat beside me. Yeah, we would have been brass band buddies. I played
3: saxophone and started playing saxophone again as an adult because I'm in a crisis. We have a ska band. I was gonna say right here. Why are we starting a ska
1: band? We are. We are the backbone to every good ska band. (laughs) I actually right here.
0: I have a trombone downstairs in my studio. It's just like I rented it because it was like five bucks a month or whatever. But um, there's a trumpet
1: in my closet.
0: I don't have the embouchure for it anymore.
1: Me neither. It's great.
0: um <laughs> It's that's a fun word too. Ambusher.
3: Something you don't hear too I the but... wind instrument.
0: It's maybe it's I'll learn hard. how to play the flute. My mom played the flute. <laughs> Flute's hard, like, man.
1: Flute is hard. Flute is fucking hard. Flute is hard. Um,
0: but I remember just because, like, in grade seven when like we were first introduced to the band, they had like all the um. All the kids from, like, the, the second year band, because we had the A band and the B band, which was essentially grade 7 and grade 8 band. Um, So they had all the, like, the grade 8 kids come and, like, show their instruments to us. And I was fucking around with the flute, and I actually managed to make a noise on it. And I was super proud, because one of, one of the kids was like, yeah, it took me, like, six months to make a noise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing.
0: It's, um. So maybe my true calling is just being a flutist. I think it's flautist. Flautist? Flutist. flutist. No, I think it's
1: flautist. Flattest, I think, is the word.
0: I just, I just want to go to Bandcamp.
1: <laughs> you know, it's not like American Pie, right?
0: Okay, Yabs, don't.
1: One time at Bandcamp.
0: Yabs no. clearly hasn't been to Bandcamp.
1: You're right. I he haven't... has. Been... <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's exactly like American Pie. It's exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. But anyway... So you
1: played trombone in so, school band. So Go
0: I, on. So I played trombone in school band for a few years, and then, like, when high school rolled around, Um, our, like, because of just the way our electives were, like, music was an elective and not, like, a thing that they were forcing us into. Right. Um, I don't want to say they are forcing us into it, but, like, it's not something that we could, like, opt out of or opt into or whatever. Um, mm. Like... I'm, I'm wording this wrong. Basically, it was an elective, and because there's other stuff I want to take, I end up dropping music. Um,
2: sure.
0: But, like, that ends up just, at the end of the year, I started taking singing lessons because I was like, okay, I want to learn to do something with music because I still really enjoy it. And mm-hmm. then I started taking singing lessons and learned to sing, which was a journey I'm still on.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: No, it, it's it's one that, like, I mean, singing is a whole, like, I kind of liken it to martial arts because it's something that like all like different cultures all over the world have different ways of singing I mean there's this your standardized like way of singing like your head voice and your chest voice and way of utilizing that but there's all these different like cool techniques to it too that sure. like you most people like it, it also kind of takes like some, some things take years of practice to form so it, it's it's been a fun skill that I am very proud of developing um, even though it, it's still something where I'm like, I don't feel like I'm a perfect singer. I don't feel like like I'm like I don't think I'm like one of those like naturally talented people that was just like born with a beautiful voice. I'm just like look at me working really hard.
1: You're out here trying your best.
0: I I am the the Freddie Gotye of singers. That is a reference <laughs> that only Lee fans
1: will get. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so you you write and release all this music just under your your legal name um was this really your first foray in like no music in in earnest did you play in any bands prior well uh i I wouldn't usually see like the solo act first out the gate you know
0: um well i did play play in a in a band i had like a little side project called now never ends that i mean it was like my main thing at the time um that I did with uh my friend Dane, Dane Farley, who plays in he's the guitarist for Black Lotus, I believe is her name. Um mm-hmm. they're a uh New York me- uh, metal band. Um
1: clearly fans of Magic: Gathering.
0: Clearly fans of Magic. Gathering. Oh yeah. Um he's a huge <laughs> yeah. fucking nerd. Um he was yeah. actually he was he was the the my first uh D&D DM. Amazing. Um, oh my I god, it, it was so much fun. Was- um but anyway, so we made that together, and I mean, I was a kid and didn't really know what I was doing. um, And, like, it was also, like, one of his... Uh, I don't know, like, how early it was into his production career, but, like, it was also early on in that, too. Because um, mm-hmm. he had just, like, gone to school and stuff at the time, too. um, sure. But, like, now he's, like, produced, like, a ton of albums and shit, especially for his band and stuff. Like, he has a bunch of side projects. He actually... He has a really impressive production career at this point, um, which is really cool to look... Um, just kind of to look back on and see how far we both like come from that. Yeah. Because um, speaking of which, he actually helped me on my song that's coming out, or that came out, technically, at the point of this being released. This, by the time this
2: is out, you'll By the time this, this yeah. podcast is and out,
0: the song will be out.
1: <laughs> yes, and we will, yes. we will talk about lip service in a bit, but before we can look ahead... We need to look back at what's um, been I'm slowly getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, we're not even there yet. Um, um
0: but anyway, uh so I worked on the now never ends, uh I, it was the make county P um that actually like I got an email that it uh I either have to like renew the licensing for distribution or it will like come off. And I'm like that's two hundred bucks for something that's you know, nobody's listening to right now.
1: So just create a Dropbox link and we'll paste it in the in the bio. And... <laughs> that's what
0: I it should. It's on. There's a Bandcamp. That's where it's on for free. If anybody wants to listen to oh, it. Oh, and,
2: um, it's nice. just, and it's I still like the, the book masters book.
0: and everything like yeah. save somewhere. Like it, it's it's not like it's gonna be fucking wiped from the internet. Um, right. It just right. won't be on like Spotify and stuff anymore. Which I could actually yeah. probably move it over to my distribution that I'm doing for my music, but that's also just effort for something that I. A, like, I don't think it's a project that I'm going to come back to anytime soon. And B, that nobody listens to.
1: But at the same time, just for posterity's sake, not letting it kind of fall away from the internet. uh, I can't tell you how many times I'll be itching to go back to a particular band's catalog, or even just one record of theirs, and it's just wiped from the internet. Um, One example being New Jersey's River City Extension. Their like most critically acclaimed record um is the one that's like not on the internet anymore. And I'm like, really? Is like, that because
0: of some licensing like thing? Like did the label does the label own the rights to that and then the label just like
1: fucking fold it and now it's just lost you know, the limbo? It's, it's interesting. I'm not even sure, because like when you go to look, uh the album's the uh the unmistakable man and I don't know who distroed that uh, xoxo inc um yeah it's probably a dead label distro and the band i guess doesn't have the rights to that but they have everything else it's dumb like well, i'm I mean, glad if i were the band i'd just right. fucking upload it <laughs> right yeah it's it's one of those things I'm glad physical media never dies because I have it on vinyl from way back when that record came out. Um, I mean, it does yeah, age, though. Like, more like folky indie yeah. stuff. That's the band to, to check out. And it's that album that you can't fucking stream. So, good luck. Um, yeah, so I, I am very pro do what you gotta do to just keep that up on whatever platforms you can. Um,
0: but, like Just I, for posterity's
1: sake. Like I think I'll
0: still have it up and it's on YouTube and stuff too. Like it's not like it's just going to disappear from the internet. Um sure. but it's also like it's not very good. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's fair because it's, well, it's, it's I say early it, shit everything. like it it's everybody that worked on it like we were still like trying to I remember just like going through it and just like trying to figure out like what we're doing to with it. Sure. And yeah. it's just like it was a lot of just learning process.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, no, and that's. It didn't come out completely funny. terrible. I, like,
0: it's still listenable, but it's not like, it. it right. It's not good. Like, like, it's not like where I would want my music to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. You're you're okay if like less people listen to it, kind of deal. You'd rather them check out newer stuff. Um, it's it's a big part of a few good records. The first dozen or so releases on our end are gone or are scrubbed from the internet right now because yeah, same, same same, not, yeah shit. Um, we left one of our earliest releases because it's an against me tribute comp up, but everything else, gone gone, when we rebranded the label a couple years ago, that's basically where things started Um yeah, but catalog numbers are still relevant to the old shit, so you know,
0: mm-hmm. if you dig
1: you can find things um, <laughs> It's not on Bandcamp anymore. Yeah. So and I'm over here being like, preserve everything, but not my shit. <laughs> no. um,
0: <laughs> it's like as long as it matters to the people that like it, it they're actually still listening to it. Um, yeah. Or they yeah, actually and, enjoy and, it. Like that. That's the only way I keep it. But that's why I checked like. With Now and it have it's like zero monthly listeners on Spotify. I'm like, okay, literally nobody's listening to this. <laughs> yeah. The only person that comes back and listens to this is me or like a friend if I tell them to check it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. And it's but, something if somebody went to me and went, Mike, where did the Bedtime Stories songs go? I would just be like, here, take them. I'm not putting them online <laughs> again, but here you go. Enjoy that for whatever weird reason you want it, but...
0: Like, I might end up coming back to that project at some point and, like, redoing everything. And, like, maybe... But at the same time, I'm like, I don't really want to revisit that because it's all shit that I wrote when I was, like, 16.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's... Similar, similar vibes. Not 16, but, like, it just... It feels like a past life. And Mm -hmm. I'm over it. So that that's very relatable so from from there where did it take you to get to where you are now
0: um after that whole thing it's i mean the next few years are kind of a blur just because of like life shit that happened um but i started doing covers um after that ep was released just Mm -hmm. like on my youtube channel um and I like st-
1: the infamous uh, Happy Holidays I You Bastard cover? Happy
0: Holidays You Bastard cover. Um, <laughs> I did Falling Out of Love by Elvis, um, which isn't very good either. It's still up there, though. Um, I did an American Idiot cover that got, like, 30,000 views or whatever, because
2: what? it was
0: super weird. About? It took off because I made it, like, a super anti-Trump thing. It was like, but I don't know, I fucking made it, like, a slow version? Like, I made it, like, a piano ballad? Amazing. I don't know why I do these yeah, things.
3: I was just I can't like wait. what I if we make wait. it.
0: S- I'm like, what if we do American Idiot but sad? Um,
1: That's so- exactly the flavor that I like in things. <laughs> what if we do this punk thing but sad? But
0: sad. Punk but
2: sad should it be was, my tag It was shot in tombstone. black
0: and white. Like <laughs> it was. Anyway, it was a whole yeah, thing. It
2: really
1: be. <laughs> That's it. When <laughs> when I die, my I say my tombstone, but y'all know I'm getting my ashes pressed in a vinyl. But if there is a tombstone, <laughs> punk but sad. Punk yeah, was... me and
3: Jay know the that, plan. That we can all... be the
1: title of the vinyl. <laughs> punk but sad. That's my eulogy right there.
3: Um yeah, me and Jay already know the plan. We yes. About this.
1: It's that's gonna be such a time. Um <laughs> so you did you did all these covers.
0: Um so I I did all these covers for a bit and then at the same time, I was writing too, but it was one of those things of like, it was just like such a, I was just in a really shitty part of my, my spot for a bit. So it's like, I wasn't writing a ton either. And then mm-hmm. I finally, towards the end of the year, like stu- like got my shit together and I started writing more. Uh, this is fucking, I don't know, um, 2016. Oh, it might be twenty. 20- no, this was 20... Yeah, end of 2016, like, 2017 is when I started recording the Anxious Thoughts project. Um, and I just started working really hard on that, and then it was about the year after that is when it was, like, getting to the point where it was finishing. Um, So this is 2018, and then everything was released in
1: 2019. You spent a lot of time between writing and recording and...
0: Well, one of and, that was uh, was, like... I was waiting on like i mean i some of it was like a lot of it was like writing the rewriting the rewriting the rewriting just like okay yeah, and there's sure. also like it wasn't just like those five songs i was working on either it was there were other stuff in there that i was like okay i'll try this and then it didn't work out and i ended up trashing or like doing yeah, another yeah. cover or something or just like but i ended up just focusing on those five songs because i'm like these are the best ones that i have right now um
2: yeah
0: and so, me and uh, Julian Triano, who's been my co-writer through, um, we started really, like, he worked on the Now uh, the Never Ends project with me, like, recording in Toronto, because Dane, um, Dane's in uh, New York, so obviously I'm not, like, flying back and forth, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you know, made of money or anything. Um, Are you sure? Dude, <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> but... It's, uh, but anyway, so, like, I was recording up here, um, using, like, my old singing teacher's studio, um, and then, so, I met Julian through that, and then, so we started working together on the covers, and then he worked with me on the EP, and we're still working together now. Like, it's a, it's a great relationship, um, mm-hmm. forgot where I was going with this.
3: We're just talking about how great Julian we're is.
0: Just, Julian's great.
3: <laughs> and he has a baby and now. He's got
0: a great little baby boy now, who has the biggest cheeks I've ever seen.
3: I know. I saw. Oh the my god!
0: I can't wait for that kid to have hair. Like you can see, like the outline of the hairline. Yeah. And, like you just know it's gonna like when that kid grows hair, their head, their hair is gonna be thick as fuck. But it's just like not there yet. <laughs> They're just bald, baby bald.
1: And you're gonna be Uncle Ben, and, and one day I'm that gonna be Spider Man.
0: That babe... I'm gonna get shot and that babe will become Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> this, this is my fate. So, you were talking about how uh, the the process of... From writing to recording and being very meticulous and cherry-picking the best so, of the best... With Julian and all of this... Led to the very long gestation period of the Anxious Of that,
0: And there was also... We had another writer involved... Um, who... Like... Basically, I I hired a, another drummer to help out with it, and they took a a while with everything. Um, sure. And then the mixing process took a few months too. Um,
1: yeah. No, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. So.
0: The the mixing process definitely took a while too. And then, uh, and then yeah, and I also actually end up coming back and rewriting the the bridge and Saint, or at least re-recording stuff in the bridge and Saint because I wasn't happy with okay. it. Okay. Sure. Um, like sure. those guitars out that, that are in there weren't originally in there okay um, so i actually yeah. had that remastered um
1: uh, incorporate yeah sure
0: um but that was cool because um legendary eddie kramer actually worked on that song who i always like to name drop because we it's, just love cool name conne- it's just a cool fucking connection man and- yeah, the main producer of Led Zeppelin fucking worked on one of my songs. Actually, technically two of my songs now, but one of them's unreleased. Um,
1: which, again, we'll get yeah. to. Which, again, we'll get,
0: we'll get to. Um, that's that's really fucking cool. Um, even Absolutely. though the entire reason he worked on the song was because I fucked up the recording of the guitars when I sent them to Jason, who was my mixer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Jason. Jason's such a good guy. Jason loves me.
1: Hey, that that works.
0: Jason, I just want to, like, I haven't seen seen him in, like, two years because of COVID. I just want to give him a big hug.
1: There's <laughs> so much of that. And especially, like, we we handled the, the reissue of your songs pretty late into this whole COVID process. But your songs kind of came out gradually, pretty much right up to right before shit got gnarly was when you finished yeah.
0: everything. Um, Fuck, because Tell Me Something came out in March 2020. And yes.
1: Literally, right yeah. as things got real crazy, yeah, was when you were wrapping up the individual single rollout of Which everything. Which is why
0: I didn't end up doing anything for the Tell Me Something video, even though I wanted to do something. I
2: right. Or at and least I, assume, I was actually
1: because... Uh, I assume your intention was to play shows and do a lot to promote it. Right as you wrapped up the culmination of this whole Little collection of songs, and then the world fucking shut down for a year. <laughs> yeah.
3: But that brought you to us, and I will always love that. We, we haven't gotten to that part of the story yet.
0: It's it's uh, we'll nearly there. there. It's okay. We we can talk about our our marriage later. Okay. <laughs> um. But yes, it it's cuz like I had originally planned to go out because Kaya who features on that song was uh I mean she's originally from out here because we you know knew each other growing up but um
1: for context we didn't specify where out here is. Toronto. Ben is Toronto based.
0: Toronto, Canada.
1: Eh? From the great white right north. <laughs> Um, Our Canadian himbo was, um, I think, the only thing we had said about you, uh, <laughs> as far as exact setting.
0: I mean, to be fair, like a tenth of a population lives in,
1: uh, like yeah, Toronto, so
0: like. fucking big, so. I mean, we're pretty fuck. We're pretty fucking big, but half our population lives within a hundred kilometers of the border.
1: Fair, I. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but anyway. Um, I can throw a rock, and if it moves
0: far enough
2: it'll land
0: on you at some point yeah something Um, like that but anyway um so kaya was out in vancouver at the time um for reasons and so i was gonna go and like visit her
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but covid happened and i was like well if covid's the thing and like also she was like really busy so we weren't even sure if we were gonna really get to hang out too i mean Mm -hmm. i also have family out like out on out uh out west, so like I was going to um like go out and see them anyway, but it was right. one of those things of like just because there was so much shit going on, it's like okay, it's, let's just not do this right now, and then the world <laughs> went to shit, um so it was fine,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: um because like I think like around the time when like the trip was supposed like I was supposed to leave, like we locked down,
4: <laughs> shit, uh,
0: which was fine, yeah. um it's not like you know I. I work, like, outside of home, so, like, the transition right. the transition to, like, COVID wasn't super hard for me, personally, because I, like, I'm a bit of a homebody anyway, but still, it's one of those things where it was just, like, I, I was at home with my parents at the time, and, like, we were all just, like, sick of each other's shit. <laughs>
2: yeah we're all around
0: each other all the time it's like fuck this house is too small for us plus you know four fucking cats and well five fucking cats actually
1: five Cause damn five cats three people
0: five cats three people in a in tiny in a tr- tiny uh half detached house in toronto <laughs> oh shit
1: yeah that's yeah. that's a lot of bodies in one it's kind of a, a
0: lot of love in, in in the
1: uh a lot of love right there
0: especially too because like my parents like main floor is like open concept so you can't like hide from anybody too when you're going to the kitchen oh, damn it's just like <laughs> my dad would be saying in the living room and i'm just like i don't want to like deal with you it's like i love you but i just don't want to see you right now
1: right <laughs> like, i and just, want, no, I just want my no, space like, right and there's no like don't be suspicious moment because he's just right there he's
0: just right there and he'll he'll hear me coming down because the top stair creaks anyway like
1: you gotta you gotta jump half the fucking staircase dude (laughs) i'll just land with a massive thud (laughs) 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 he'll be like what the fuck is that well if you put all your body support on the railings and can land silently and ninja roll into the kitchen that won't work we don't it's not
0: like carpeted it's like hard it's like wood The stairs are wood. The floors wood.
2: No matter (laughs) what, there's there's no there's
0: nothing like there's no help here.
1: There's no matter what there are thuds and creaks, which is what I could never sneak out as a kid
0: because we had the creakiest fucking staircase. Ah,
1: shit. I mean, my
0: parents were chill, so it's not like it really mattered. Yeah. And like, I could technically sneak out the window if I needed to, but like, getting down from the roof would be just a complete fucking hassle, and I would not know how to get back up. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ladder.
0: That's well. I don't know where I would get a ladder, because I would have to get it out of the basement. Then my you parents would be like, "Why the fuck are you getting the ladder out of the basement?"
1: <laughs> Come on, have you ever watched Callista Cal, uh, explains it all? Because Clarissa explains so, it all. Yes. Words are hard. Leave me alone. Um, when the ladder shows up and the himbo climbs up,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a rope ladder. It's made for stairs. Yeah,
1: exactly. You just get one of those, <laughs> put it to the side of the house, and bring it up as needed.
0: I'll just be like, hey, mom, can you take me to the sport check to get a rope ladder?
1: Yes, exactly. It's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no reason in particular.
0: I want to do it for agility training, obviously.
1: Yeah, exactly. matter <laughs> yeah, how quickly you can climb up and down and up and down, you're going to be a fireman. That's you it. got to learn ladders. I need uh, to get
0: really good for this, this beer league season in hockey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Um, all right. So... Let's let's talk a bit about the bulk of the Anxious Thoughts project. When when you went into that, did you see it as a full body of work as it kinda endgame finished out? Or was um, this more series of singles and Cherry picked the strongest of them?
0: It I mean I had the plan to do it as a series of singles, um, like regardless of what it was gonna be. Like I I <laughs> wanted it to be a project, like it was a coherent like thematic project altogether. Sure. If I wanted to release them all as singles, just because I felt like that would be the best way to gather attention for each of them.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now the execution on the marketing for those is hit and miss. But, um, to where I worked out now, I was actually thinking about it today because on Spotify, I went from like nobody to 600 listeners in the last two years. Well, the oh, yeah. last in the last year with the whole with this whole cycle and still I'm a year over a year out from releasing my last song and I'm still having consistently 600 listeners on Spotify.
1: And that's like monthly consistent. And that's monthly consistent right.
0: listeners. That's not yeah. like and like I stopped promoting stuff back in like September.
1: Right. Um, right. So the fact that you continually have this grassroots uh approach and have maintained this listener base with zero promotion for the most part over over the last,
0: yeah, over the last, um, let's say, eight months, yeah, nine months, um, I'm like really fucking psyched about that, like because I'm just, it. It, it's, I mean, Spotify is far and wide away the the largest listener base just because it's the largest market share, of
1: yeah, listeners. It's, um, yeah, it's the it's the necessary evil of the industry.
0: The necessary, well, I argue it's not necessary, but hey, we're here, um.
1: I would again it's necessary in late stage capitalism yes it is yes yeah. i would it's argue necessary can, for us it's, it's not, not necessary it.
0: for them
2: we um, can
1: live without it but yes um so it, we're gonna we're gonna go in a little bit on anxious thoughts from a track by track basis uh because fuck capitalism spotify's evil let's talk about the songs <laughs> and and move forward um uh, Um, transition (laughs) transition um so we'll we'll just kind of go track by track on the anxious thoughts project and we can talk a little bit about each of them it opens with i want it all which i think is a fucking jam that is like the bop fucking single of it it's very all-time low and i love that so i want it all
0: such a weird song like i mean i love it um but it's it just feels like it just occupies such a weird space because it's got like synthiness it's got like electronic drums it's very much like the what if i just like made the poppiest like pop rock song i could make (laughs) and it uh worked out really well like right from the start i think the first thing that we wrote for that or like one of the first things that we wrote for that was that, um, that chorus hit with the synth doing the the that arpeggio do 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 do, um, like just that thing was like the first like Julian just had that idea, and then we kind of came up with the
4: ah, um,
0: fucking like running part,
2: um,
0: and then it just kind of went on from there. It was like, I, I, I mean, with most of my songs, if not, I mean, at least all of them on this one, it was like, I write the lyrics and then I bring them in and I'm like, okay, I have this idea and we build it from there. Um, mm-hmm.
2: sure.
0: cause it's never like we start with like, oh, I have this riff or I have this like chord progression or I have this, whatever. It's just like, I typically have these lyrics and I bring them to Julian and he's really good at the whole music theory thing, which is, uh, which is great because I'm not super great at it i'm getting better with it i recognize it's a weakness of mine but i'm not super great with it where he's like got like a degree in it so i'm like okay yeah. here's like uh my idea and typically like around like the melody of like what i want and he's like okay here's some options for a chord progression and then we just kind of like pick and choose from there
2: <laughs>
0: um so i want it all was definitely like it's just i because i wrote out such a weird part of my life it's um
1: i've always liked it even from a lyrical standpoint it's a it's a very catchy song out the gate but it's a very relatable song lyrically because it's very much like from a relationship standpoint it's like you want the whole package you want give me everything yes and a lot of the very the little like kind of context to it like the morning routine That kind of shit. Well, like,
0: the, the, the original lyric was, I want boobs in my face, but that didn't work with the <laughs> phrasing. So it was just like, I want it all.
1: <laughs> Holy shit, I love that. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, here you are horny on me. Um.
0: <laughs> I want boobs in my face. Face. <laughs> in my face. Face. I need to remake this. I need to like. Oh I need there, to make the meme EP where I just like redo all my songs.
1: Yeah, it's the the alternate horny mix <laughs> of the EP. Um, well, oh my god, me
0: and uh me and one of my friends who uh Ryan were fucking memeing um lip service today. Oh my god, <laughs> good.
1: Oh my god, it's,
0: yes. Yeah. Oh my god, the amount of times. Uh, even Saint call call me your shit
1: we'll get to see we'll get to <laughs> it's fine <laughs> um, okay
0: let's move on from me posting yeah, about my so, own songs to actual um,
1: so so with that said um rock bottom very thematically different song from i want it all
4: for the decline of my stay, i don't think that i can stay neither day
0: feels like it's the I mean they're not really like a canonically like or not kind of like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh in order like journey.
2: Yeah.
0: Um fuck I'm trying I'm blanking on the word and it's gonna drive me crazy now. But you guys know what I mean.
3: I know what word you're thinking of and yeah. I can't think you so now it's bugging me. It's fine,
0: we have one brain cell between the three of us so like it's not like we're gonna yeah. if one of us can't think of it, none of us gonna think of it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, But chronologically, that's the word. There we go. Yes. Um, it's not like a chronological like thing, even though thematically, it, it does feel like it kind of follows one chronologically, like event-wise.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Like, in my life, there are, like, things where I can pick it and I'm be like, oh, this feels like this fits this when it happened after this. But, like, it doesn't, like, really fit, like, a, an order. Um, yeah. So like rock bottom was definitely just like because I went through a really shitty time in my life, if you couldn't tell, um, by the by the lyrics, and it was just like, kind of like reflecting on that and having just like, I don't know, um, just like, I guess when I was writing, I just kind of had this like visual of like this like, I don't know, just like burnt out, fucking bombed out bar.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's and it's such a like a one-two gut punch from I want it all, where it's very like optimistic, feeling very good about what you want from a, a relationship, what you're looking for, it to then rock bottom being like none of it. I live in a fucking bombed out fucking fallout shelter or some shit. Yeah, like, just
0: like everything's fucked, everything's yeah. been bombed. I actually like in my head originally with the with that drum loop of the Mm -hmm. um snare or whatever like having like a like bomb falling noise but i couldn't like find one to sample i mean i actually don't think at the time i even knew how to properly sample stuff um Mm
2: -hmm.
0: which sounds crazy to me now because it's super easy but like i just didn't
1: we'll talk about a particular sample in lip service later on um (laughs) that i love so don't you worry um oh my
0: god but now it's like i mean so like just on the topic of sampling just like some of the stuff that like i'm I'm coming up with now is a lot of fun um and i just yeah. i can't wait to share it but i can't share it because that's like future future shit
1: we're gonna get there everything everything <laughs> in time then everything in time um that's the fun part of like we're your label we we get to hear things early and na 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 sick brag we get to hear shit um <laughs> oh, you guys get to hear stuff. Oh my god! None of it's uh, good. Yeah, don't
0: get them excited for it.
1: <laughs> uh too late. Already done. Um, F. So, <laughs> um, from there we can transition into some kind of poison.
4: some kind of poison i never wanted it to end like this bitter and distant no room to be missed still better if we stay strangers and let it be
1: because you some kind of poison some kind of poison the me some kind of poison is a
0: fun song it,
1: it is, is it is and lyrically it's very much like kind of acknowledging the fact that like You've spent a lot of time stewing in a very not great not place okay. mentally and kind of being over the fact that you've been in this very toxic yeah. brain.
0: It's a um, song about falling in love with an asshole. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's about, I mean, I just, I was in a relationship that was uh, not great, um i obviously don't want to get like too in depth with it just because like it's yeah, you don't shit have, yeah. That, like, i just don't fucking want to de- talk about or like break up or anything
4: There's no need to um, air
0: out
1: dirty laundry if you don't want yeah no it's fine but
0: it's definitely like it it's it's a song where i just like kind of wanted to just like reflect on everything and just like uh come to terms with it in a certain sense like it was definitely like a a big part of just like getting closure for that, yeah. Um, and like it it's it turned out really well, and like the song, I still think it holds up really fucking well. And it's not like I I didn't want to ever get it to a point of where it's like I'm just angry for angry's sake. Yeah, I want it to be like this is just like just honest. And yeah, coming and coming from just an honest place and like being like that was not fun let's never do that again
1: Um. yeah yeah (laughs) but it's it's very it's very learning experience it's acknowledging the not so great behavior attitude mentality that you had and kind of learning
2: Mm -hmm.
1: to move forward from that and be better and it's also where the uh, the the namesake of the entire project EP comes from.
0: Yeah, my I mean, I kind of named the EP before I wrote that lyric, but we're not going to talk about that, even though I just mentioned it. Um. I
1: mean, we could talk about it then <laughs> if you're going to open that fucking Pandora's box. Um, um, I'd we, have a, like, big scheme concept for a release and write a lyric to tie it together. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Um. um no, it's just, I always feel like people assume it's the other way around. That, like, people take, oh, it's this lyric, rather than, like, oh, here's the, con- the concept overall, and we're going to, like, kind of, not really yeah. shoehorn it in there, but, like, just kind of sneak it in there.
1: Um, yeah, but it's, it's one thing with the writing process. If you start with a very concrete thought kind of pinned to the board, and it kind of stems from there, like, as someone who's done that exact thing, thing like i i almost like that more where you have a very big picture concept of what you want to portray what the 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 message you want to convey and it's it's cool if the the tagline started before the body of work that it encompasses
0: well I, i i actually think the song i started writing the song before i named the ep but i named the ep before i wrote that specific lyric type thing Okay. Like there, <laughs> there's a lot of overlap in this whole know. in this whole thing because everything was just kind of like happened in this weird like creative like spiral of like, like I wrote the lyrics yeah. to everything in a, in, a, in a few months,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then everything from there was just instrumental and musically trying to put it together. Cool. Um Sure. I mean, there was some lyric stuff here and there, but the majority of it was written pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, fuck. I oh. I was gonna say, uh, like, just on the tur- on the topic of like having the uh like general overarching concept. I also find mm-hmm. that sometimes harder to like have everything kind of, cause like when you're just writing like one-off songs, you're just writing like when the inspiration hits or just like whatever you're thinking about there. Where if you're trying to fit it within a concept, a lot of it is you have to like, kind of give yourself yep. a kick in the ass to write about it. Yep.
1: Yeah, you have to flex your creative writing energy a lot harder when there's a very specific concept in mind and i feel like that's why i like bands that do that more because it's a more respective process yeah Whether that's like my chemical romance or the wonder years or whoever at that point oh and i 100 agree I love
0: that like i mean and i'm trying to have a lot of my projects at least have some sort of narrative or some sort of like a few thematic threads through them holding them together rather than just like here's a random you know fucking eight songs that don't uh, connect to each other really at all
1: i think i think that's the more respectable route i think that's the route that builds you a more authentic long-term fan base rather than you're hot for a second and then they're gone kind of fan base yeah it's that authenticity that people like um it's what kind of separates and differentiates what you see as a career band versus a band that's here for a minute and fade to obscurity quickly yeah. so I, I've always loved that kind of approach to songwriting so fuck yeah keep doing that <laughs> like <laughs>
0: so, yeah 2022 is going to be fun
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we've got a lot in the pipeline for if that if I can too. actually finish the project
0: i are working on but anyway um,
1: one thing at a time,
0: one thing let's at move time. On I date. just have a million let's, things to focus on right now
1: I know, and, and we've only got so much time for this podcast. Let's move on to Saint, because what a jam, and you keep talking about it, and then it's like, okay, hold up, let's... Wait, now we're here to talk about Saint.
0: Saint's like my... I don't know. I was trying to figure out, like, a, what, what's an early song for a band that was, like, a, a decent hit. I was gonna be like, it's my it, J.C. Ray.
1: It's your It's your anthemic hit of the... Anxious Thoughts project. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it obviously has done really well commercially, especially for an uh, artist like me. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, you've gotten a lot of plays on that for a very independent artist, which is super cool.
0: And I still um, get, like, a, a ton of plays per month, even though, like, the promotional push is very much over with that. Um,
1: yeah, and it's funny, like, we've been pushing uh, fucking. Um, the opening track, Way More Than This, but this continues to get more and more plays. Like I, I want it to... all has been very much a few good records favorite of the EP, but Saint is like the one that moves.
0: I know I I see you put in uh, stuff on um what call it? On uh on the playlist, the Fugue Records plays you put I want it all
1: not Saint. Yeah, absolutely. Um our our roster playlist I think is to showcase some of the best of what Everybody has to offer, and we
3: we'll, at work. So you get Ari, that already
1: gets safe vibes. I get I want it all vibes. Um, percent
3: of a cent. Okay, here we
1: Spotify. go. <laughs> Every okay. day,
3: okay.
0: yeah. Over the last, uh, I want it all actually has been streamed the least out of all the songs on the EP on Spotify, which is
1: wild to me because like I personally find that to be one of the strongest songs on the EP. It's... That's crazy, and you'd think opening track would see a little more because it's how an album starts, usually the first track gets the most plays.
0: It's well I mean it also Plus, I think it, part of the reason is because I like just of the way I pushed it out too, everyone kind of was like, oh we've listened to these already. Um Fair.
1: That's that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. We were we were late in the game as far as picking this up. Yeah. Um I mean it's roll be... it all out and then it sat for a year before we yeah. reissued it.
0: And like it it's gonna be fun when um I mean, hopefully the, the fan base grows in the future and then people can start coming back to that and be like, oh shit, this is a banger too. Yeah, um,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Because like, yeah, it's... Like the two biggest songs on it are Saint, which has had 774 streams over the last month. And Tell Me Something, which has had
1: 265. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just this month, which... Whatever. we look at Big Picture because it's been over a year yeah there's there's more i'm not
0: i'm not worried about it and there's not any promotion with the two and everything so it it, it's i'm just waiting for um when uh like i start pushing the the next stuff that starts coming out but anyway back to saint (laughs) Saint's uh, Saint is a song. It's, uh, Saint's such a, a weird song for me because, like, I always feel weird talking about it because it comes from, like, such a, a, a weird kind of, sp- like, spot of being like, hey, I, you know, of be like, wanting to be there for your friend but also being like, I can't fucking do all the work for you. Like I have my yeah. own shit I gotta deal with. Like I'll I'll fucking support you and I'll be like I will help be that light in the darkness sometimes. But I I like I can't fucking like.
3: Plus <laughs> fl- you, you and take you all away. the pain away.
0: Yeah
3: yeah
2: yeah.
0: Um, and so it's it's kind of like also just like snarkily being like I feel like um I don't know it it's. There's a line in there about uh, giving more than I take,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: it, it it's just like, just be like I feel like I I don't know how to word this properly. Um, like people assume a lot based on small actions. Sure. Sometimes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and read into stuff a lot, and it it's one of those things of like just because I. out of my way to do nice things sometimes don't assume that i am gonna be there all the fucking time um yeah
1: there's only so much one person can do
0: yeah that that that's basically that that that's it it's like i i it's like i'm gonna try my best but like i'm not a fucking superhero like i'm not a saint i'm I'm not i'm not some biblical fucking like (laughs)
1: listen you don't have to be some biblical hero but I swear to fucking Satan, if you tell me you're not Tony Stark, I don't know what to say. I just we're we're you done. Here. He can be a he he can choose to not be a saint, but he better be a fucking superhero, that's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> I try to be funny, leave me alone.
1: Um, <laughs> see, Ben gets it, it's fine. <laughs> um,
0: to be fair, Arya's reaction to this is a lot funnier.
1: God damn it god damn it he was
0: like here dad I'm stop here. embarrassing me
1: here i was thinking i was hilarious but okay fine we'll move on to the power ballad of the EP. power
0: ballad i'm gonna grab a beer before we do that Another yeah i'm
1: one. gonna say- power ballad of the ep uh we get to check out tell me something
2: man
0: I get to reveal my very fun fact about the song.
1: Go start right out the gate because this, this is... is where you said you were ready to, to do stuff and then the pandemic happened and you know. Well I mean the,
0: I don't even remember what I was going to do for the music video because the pandemic happened and I was like well there goes that whole thing.
1: Um, I mean that was that was a year yeah, and change ago. So it was I a could...
0: shit show and it wasn't like it was looking like it was likely to happen anyway so I didn't do a whole lot of planning for it. Mm-hmm. Um, So that didn't ever come out but like what i was gonna say is like my favorite fun fact about this is because it's such like a beautiful song is uh, Mm -hmm. just being like hey uh, i originally wrote the first verse while i was taking a dump (laughs) (laughs) amazing i mean to be fair i wrote a lot of the the lyrics to this ep while i was on the shooter some of the best
1: lyrics come from the bathroom. Whether it it's shitter, shitter or shower, I get it, man. I
0: don't know. It's just something gets all the gears turning.
1: it's it's something about the, the air in the bathroom. Whether it's poop air or shower air, poop air. it's <laughs> poop air is the name it's, of my new grind core It stinks
0: up um, my brain enough that like all these ideas, like the shit ideas and the good ideas merge together.
1: The shit ideas on the toilet. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They just become one.
1: Oh, yep, that's it. It's 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 a big it's a big log. It's a big. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, but anyway, so that when, when when you were writing this, did you have the idea, the headspace of guest vocalist in mind, duet in mind? Um, this is very much like this EP's Remembering Sunday.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, that was also one of the big inspirations to this because it's like one of my favorite songs of all time but anyway
1: it's a great song and we um, didn't talk about how alex gaskarth is a big influence on your your singing uh, my style. stuff
0: it's just because all time low was one of my favorite bands growing up sure um, can you tell <laughs>
1: <laughs> no uh-huh. no
0: it's not like i have a, a all-time low tattoo technically it's not much of one but it's lyrics um
2: mm-hmm.
0: but anyway so this uh yeah, it it was one of those where I brought it into the studio, like it it was funny because I had written the first up to the first the end of the first course. Mm-hmm. um, so and I had that and then I brought it to Julian and I was like, and we were we were sitting in the studio and he kind of like I, I like I just got in there and he was like, okay, so what do you want to do today? And he was like, we could do you know some kind of poison or I want it all or try something new, and I was like, I got something else. And, I'm like, it's a bit different. And it's, like, different how? And, I'm like, it's kind of show tunesy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, because I just pictured it as, like, when I was writing it, it, it was, like, part of, like, a musical or something. Like, the fucking, like, love ballad in the, um, sure. at, like, the start of, like, a musical or something like that. The,
3: the love ballad in Dracula, the musical.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, like when we were like putting it together, we were just kind of like throwing around, like, oh, who do you think? Like, yeah, let's let's see if like fucking Taylor Swift could do it, or like Doty could do something, or like fucking <laughs> Haley Williams is around. <laughs> um,
1: you know, we've, we've all got Haley Williams, we on all got on. Haley,
0: exactly. Um, Haley, please, please give me stop, stop blocking my number, return my calls, please. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So you I were, you were kind of shopping again. around
1: ideas. You were shopping around ideas, realistically. So we
0: were shopping around ideas, but then it mostly just came down to, "Hey, Kaya's available, and she's great, and we should have her on the project," um, because she did some vocals in some harmonies on uh, what fucking song was it? On stars, and you know, on the no never Nzp. Okay. Um. So like her and julian already we were familiar with each other sure um, and so it was just like and it's always fun to work with kaya so she just like came over one day and like i was just kind of like it wasn't even like well it just kind of organically happened because we were just kind of like thinking about it and i actually like wanted to talk to her about it but we just like got talking about my music because like it was the first time we saw each other in like a few months or whatever um and then I was like, Well, we do have this one song where we do like have a duet part for it, and if you wanna do it, it's yours. And she's like, Okay. And then I'm like, Well, you have to write your verse, and she's like, Okay, let's give me twenty minutes. So we just kinda like chilled and <laughs> wrote the fucking verse. Um
1: She kinda and- just kinda chilled, digested what you were. I mean I wrote Months.
0: And there, I mean, there are some lines. There are some lines in the second verse that I wrote. That like, because I like tried writing a second verse. Yeah. Um. And well, then I just
1: sp- call in response, and she heard the call and responded.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: That's cool. I love that kind of collaborative energy where it's not just you wrote with a guest vocalist in mind. You wrote with not only knowing someone else was going to be there, but allowing them their own creative oxygen, if you will, to, to kind of breathe and write their response to it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to, like, be the fucking suffocating creative that's just like, no, you have to do everything by what I want. As much as yeah. I am like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm like, no, think- this is what I want. I'm going to put my fucking foot... I, I, no, I, I, think I, I, think I always I try and find a compromise.
1: I don't think there's anything wrong with having a very specific vision. And even if you wrote the entire lyrics of that verse, I wouldn't have faulted you for it. I just love the very open air collaboration mentality kind of approach to, Hey, I'm not just asking you to sing. I'm asking you to respond to what's been written. And I, I think that's one of the coolest things that, um, especially the very DIY nature of music brings to the table.
0: Yeah, um... Like, it was definitely one of those things, too, of, like, I feel like, uh, what she added to definitely, like, gave the song a lot more depth. Um, because she was drawing on her own experiences for it, too, and, uh...
2: Yeah.
0: Like, as much as, like, I... It was more just, like, I had, like, probably half a stanza, or, like, I had, like, probably like, two to four lines of that that I wrote.
4: Four.
0: Um, that were just, like, shit that, like, I either thought that like i had for the from the first verse or just stuff that like i had in my head because like i've had this idea of um a song this was when i was like a lot younger like it was like i just basically fucking excuse me i basically just fucking called it like both sides of the story which is like a couple during a breakup which essentially just became tell me something which was is you know a a couple during an argument um
1: yeah (laughs) yeah Uh. uh I I love the, the lyrical back and forth because your side is very, like, self-loathing in the sense of, like, she sees really good things in me that I don't fucking see. Yeah. And but, being very self-conscious to that.
0: But it's and also then, kind of up your own ass.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And then her response being, like, well, I think he's stupid because he keeps me at a distance. Because it doesn't matter what uh, she thinks I'm brilliant but it's hard to see the spaces like it doesn't matter what you've said your head is so far up your own ass and she recognizes it and I love the very blunt dynamic between it um (laughs) I I just thought lyrically that was brilliant
0: um thank you
1: very very witty in the response that um, I
0: I'm gonna take credit for that because I I wrote that lyric. Um,
1: you wrote that line because that's the line you wrote. I love it. Oh my well, God. I, it
0: was it was uh, I think it was just that first stanza. The I think he's stupid because he keeps me at a distance. Locks himself. No, way want I really. It was that those two lines, and then the million questions I've abandoned is the other one that I wrote.
1: Okay, sure, sure. Um, sure.
0: and then the um, rest of that I I believe it's Kaya's. Um if memory serves okay, me correct. Like
1: lock himself away when I really need yeah. him, he won't give in. Thinks he's mysterious, sure. Um which uh, everybody brought really cool shit to the table. But I always loved that that was the opening to her it's, response. It's very it's such much like a fucking like,
0: perfect line, girls like <laughs> Right out
1: the gate, it's very much like he has his head up so far up of the ass, ass, it's not even funny. Uh, um is,
0: is that also me kind yeah, of calling myself out? Maybe. This... <laughs>
1: But even, like, he has his head so far up his own ass, but yet there's still this thing, kind of.
0: But there's still this thing. Right. And it's <laughs> it's one of those things of, like, also, like, trying to be, like, come to be self-aware enough with your shit. Yeah, of course. I guess that's kind of, because Tell Me Something's a song that I've never really, like, sat and kind of reflected, like, oh, this is what it's about. It just was kind of something that, like, I wrote in the moment having these emotions about a thing. Um, yeah. Yeah about this girl I was I was seeing at the time um, which like I don't even fucking like talk to anymore
1: (laughs) that's how it always ends up man
0: um trying anyways um just like trying to remember specifically like what it was like that triggered it but it was um but yeah it was definitely one of those things where like at the time I'm like I was just like fucking so all over the place like, mentally, where I'm just like, my head is so far up my own ass, but it's also, like, all over the place simultaneously. Yeah. And I definitely was calling myself out with those you know, lyrics a little bit.
1: <laughs> those Those moments are when you can almost be your most authentic, because on one hand, it's borderline word vomit, and if you have enough foresight or humility or whatever it is to call yourself out on your own bullshit, like that's those are big moments right there um yeah i mean i'm fucking
0: really proud of that song that song makes me cry every time i listen to it like it's how how that build works and the drums on that song are fucking phenomenal and it's just like julian wrote that whole orchestra section the bridge yeah and i have to give him full fucking stars for that because that was just amazing
3: julian's a goddamn wizard julian yeah, is a goddamn
0: I'm- wizard
1: I'm so glad you you found working with Julian because these songs are clearly I, yeah so strong because of what he's brought to the table. Not to discredit any other involvement, but Julian just kind of takes what you've written and elevates it to the next like, level.
0: Julian is a phenomenal composer, and like I wouldn't not be anywhere near the musician I am today without him. Like he has like fucking mentored me and like help me write like and help me like realize these songs and i know he is fucking proud of them yeah um and like so these songs are very much like 50 50 me and him like as much as it it, it, there my name is on it like he put in he puts in as much as i do sure um and sometimes it feels like more but i'm sure he'll say he'd say the same thing for me
1: that's the dynamic between co-writers and, and producers, though. That's just always how it is. Everybody's going to say the other person put more into it. Um, or as much Yeah, well, it,
0: or... it's, it's the, the old, uh, we used to have the rule at my cottage, like, do more than your job because everyone does less overall if everybody does more than they're supposed
1: to. And if everybody comes through doing more because of it, it just makes for a stronger product. Yeah. So, If anything, that's, yeah. that's excellent. That's it. That's a fantastic mentality to bring to the table, right? Um,
0: and like it, it's like I think a lot of it too is just like having the commitment to be true to the song or like realize the vision through and through. Yeah, and because it's never like we like we as much as we have argued about like stuff like either just like rhythmically or in like or melodically or whatever, just like small parts. Like mm-hmm. it, it's we've always come to a compromise.
2: Sure. Like, and, at least most of the I, time. Unless
0: I'm like really fucking dead sound something or it's just like it's usually just like okay, hear me out with this and then we do the yeah. thing and then the other person goes, "Oh shit, that sounds really fucking good."
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> at the end of the day, you guys both know you're looking at the best interest of the integrity of the of the music and you you are truly invested in the idea and that's that's really really cool. I love seeing that kind of investment and involvement in the songwriting process yeah
0: there's no drama and it's it's great like there's no egos or anything involved we're just like (laughs) we're just two chill dudes that uh the only person that gets frustrated ever is me at myself
1: sure and it's very easy to be your own biggest critic um like i i totally relate to that um I I've I found that I'm the hardest on myself than anybody when it comes to the writing process so like very relatable um yeah so absolutely so now that you're a year and change out on this being fully released and now we're a few months out on the the reissue where you kind of got to do your victory lap on these songs how are you feeling sitting on them as the body of work that they are? I'm still really proud of them. <laughs> like
0: they haven't like i mean there's some projects that age like fucking milk
1: <laughs> yeah some some shit ages like fine wine, and some shit ages like fucking lukewarm piss it's...
0: and this definitely feels more in the wine category. I want to call it fine wine, but it definitely feels like it's aging well. And that nothing, like... Because it also has enough variation in, like, genre influence that it's not like it's like, oh, here's this, you know, one passing fucking fad genre that, like, I fully committed to.
1: Yeah. And that's what drew... I can't speak to Ari, but it drew me to wanting to, to work with you with a reissue of this stuff, hearing these songs, how all over the place in the best, most eclectic way possible... Um where you had very anthemic pop songs, you had these power ballads, you had very in-between. It, it was really cool to see a lot of different sides of the, the pop rock genre, we'll call it. In one short EP, you kind of threw everything at the wall and it all stuck really, really well. We liked that um and it was really really cool to to work on bringing these songs back out give it a a, a final hurrah beyond its reach as individual singles before what we get to talk about next yeah. comes which I'm very excited for um having heard what we've heard um so it was it was really cool getting to work on the the finish line of the anxious thoughts project, and now you have tangible media to back it up, and it's not just it's Spotify, Spotify and Bandcamp and Apple Music.
0: I don't have any CDs or tapes near me. If we were doing this downstairs, I have, a c- uh-huh. I, have I have the the both the test press and the. Uh, we have tapes.
2: You have tapes. We have tapes. I,
0: I have mean, like I, I have merch we- posters and stuff like on the table, just on the other side of my desk.
1: No, it's, it's cool on our, on our end for the people that are watching <laughs> via YouTube rather than listening over Spotify, Apple Podcast, whatever your medium of choice is. A Few Good Records was super stoked because, like everything we do, we do cassette copies of everything. So here's a cassette copy of the Anxious Thoughts Project. Very, very limited. 25 copies total. I think Ben signed a decent chunk of them, so... Uh, I still have to send
0: yeah. them down to you guys, but... Yes.
1: Yep, because we're we're your U.S. distro, and you're the Canada distro for us, and yeah. that's super cool shit. Um, having the cassettes handy and good to go is super cool, and you're waiting on the mass-produced the, the CD copies. I have this, the CD copies. Uh, you have you have all the CDs. You have all the CDs. So basically we're we're sitting on shipping things out and then we're good to distro it all. And then we're good to distro it all. So I have to just ship you guys I have to
0: assign a bunch of stuff for you guys and ship them all out.
1: Yes. Um so cassettes and CDs are available. Um vinyl is backed out way too far out, so don't ask, we're not doing it. Um,
0: <laughs> it's not like like I already fucking spent too much money on like actual merch. I can't do vinyl.
1: And do you want to wait a year for vinyl? Do you want to wait a year for vinyl? That's that's where we're at these days. It's,
0: no, I it's, might do. I think like if we're talking about vinyl, I think I might do vinyl for either the next EP if my fan base grows to be like a sizable like people that would actually be interested in like buying a vinyl. Yeah. Um but it's probably just going to be for what like temperature
1: gauge that when the time is right.
0: Yeah, it's probably just going to be for like a full length whenever I do that, but I'm probably yeah 2 or 3 years out from
1: like which will be cool that. for for EPs we can handle cassette and CD and digital when it's full length time we'll we'll chat about vinyl um
0: full length I mean I am starting to think more about a full length but I have like another whole project that another EP I got to get through before that
1: yeah which speaking of a you whole you have too many projects going I on have right many now projects speaking of a whole other EP we're borderline kickstarting that when this podcast goes up uh um, kind of sort of not really single, this
0: this, is a, this next, is a single this isn't of the next single
1: who knows where it'll show up in the future
0: yeah it, it's one of those weird things like the next era is kind of like an interlude even though it's still going to be a fun era it's like it's not like a competent, like ep thing this era is going to be short and like
1: three yeah songs? we're going to we're gonna move much faster than anxious thoughts did oh yeah
0: but hopefully the content's going to be a lot better at least
1: i i think from a content out point between the originals and the covers which we'll talk about all of it uh i think it's an exciting time to check out what's coming through and by the time this podcast is up lip service will be out and available across all streaming go stream lip service
0: it fucking slaps
4: No longer-
1: we're an hour
0: into we're an hour and 50 minutes into this and we're just here now talking about lip service oh my god
1: what, words, a what a fucking words, song let's fucking talk about lip service this I was, love my if child I remember correctly, this was the song we first heard about a year ago uh before we dove back to anxious thoughts
0: before you like guys we actually there. heard any of my stuff this was i was like hey guys i got this mix back you should listen to it
1: yeah and yeah. y'all were yeah.
0: like wait you're actually good <laughs>
1: This this song was the reason we, we brought you on board with the <laughs> oh, yeah. record. I was hearing a demo of Lip Service. Um, you're like, oh yeah. shit.
0: Um, but holy fuck, yeah. First lip-
1: first, first listen, my brain went very all time low vibes with more pop to it than them, which I really liked. I'm I'm all about it. Per- it like
0: like I I feel like this is like probably my rockiest song if I'm being honest. Which is funny because yeah. it, it, it feels a lot poppier too than some of my songs, but it's just like I guess it's that perfect like mixture between that like EDM poppy stuff and then the, the rock guitars and the drums in there.
1: Cause... It's a lot of harder rock instrumentation compared to what we heard on I would argue I Want It All was one of your harder songs before this and compared to Lip Service, I Want It All is relatively tame.
0: Yeah. Um lip service just kind of went off like, I love it. I was just like, like i mean, I was off. writing that, and it was and one of those songs
1: sorry, just the whole thing instrumentally lyrically, the whole thing just fucking goes hard yeah i mean it it was it was one of it was a weird song
0: to write because when I was writing it i I had that da 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 rhythm um like stuck in my head with it and Cause I had that, and I have two. I had two songs that had that rhythm, or very similar rhythms to them. I'm like, okay, I need to do something different for this one. Like, I still sure. kept, I still kept that da 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 um, rhythm to it. But I, I actually talked to Dane, and I was like, can you just like come and fucking like play some guitars on this? Because I'm not a fantastic guitarist. Like, I can, I can record like, I can get, I can you know do enough to for like my songs, and like I can play lead guitar somewhat, and like, but I'm not like, you know, your fucking yeah actual like metal like dane's fucking like it's his main instrument so, and he's played it for like fucking half uh, 20 years now or whatever um actually I don't know how long he's played it's probably less than that but he's he's played his entire life and so like i'm just like just come and shred something for me and he did and it was great and he also like did a little of production of the song too um mm-hmm. which was awesome and, and really helped add um or some extra like depth to it. Um which was awesome. And then I ended up getting uh David, uh one of Julian's actual old friends. Basically Julian and Jason and David all went to like school together. Um Mm -hmm. and so David uh played drums, played live drums for the song and like re recorded everything. Um and actually like wrote like, like I basically was like, here's the framework from what we have uh just go crazy bud <laughs> and he did a fantastic job on them and like all those fills and everything are just like him just going ham and it's fucking great
1: uh, I love the drum work on this this track so it's... that's something I think was one of the more standout moments compared to anxious thoughts just the, the drum game was so strong coming into this
0: um well, I mean, yeah, David's been a fucking rock drummer, too, so he just, like... Yeah. He was excited, too, because it was... This was during COVID, and he was, like, um, just getting, like, his session drumming business set up,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: a lot of the stuff he gets is just, like, just play this rhythm and don't go out of it, like, no fills, no nothing, yeah. like, it's all, like, super pop drumming, you know I mean? and I come in here, I'm like, just go fucking ham, bud, and he's like, thank <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um... And it's oh. it, it's a really cool song. I'm excited for everybody to finally hear it because I feel like we've yeah. been sitting on one of the best kept secrets for the last year. Like this, oh my um, god! Yeah. like fuck. The I fact just that like I this feel song is finally coming to surface. <laughs> I when when we talk about what is next to come, I forgot we had to do lip service first <laughs> compared to what's coming. Um, I know
0: there's a ton of shit coming, but like lip service, it's it's. Fuck, it's one of the songs where I'm like, if I was a bigger artist in the scene, this would be a fucking song of the summer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I am
0: up my own ass about it, that, it but I fucking love country. this song.
1: Attitude. It is the song so of the summer. Everybody, listen to Lip Service. Throw it on your fucking playlists. It's everywhere. It. It's everywhere by the time you hear this. um, it Yes, go listen to it. It slaps. Go listen to it. Put it, put it in your TikToks, because that's what the youth do. Um... Yes, it's on TikTok. <laughs> like, let's fucking blow this shit up. Um, but make it viral. Make Ben yes. famous. Make it uh, more
0: viral than the coronavirus.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um,
0: Delta variant, baby.
1: So, so we have lip service coming out. There's more in the pipeline for later this fall, though. Let's briefly chat about that, and then we'll... Oh, I'm not done talking about lip service, though. Oh, we got more.
0: We There's got more, more about it. We haven't even dove into like what it's about. Yes, what's it about? Um, it's like half about like people not coming. Uh, I mean, it's entirely about people not coming through from you, but it's like half political and half like personal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, the the artwork you went very political. Which I
0: went very political I, with Justin pigo on those the front. I
1: love the art direction of this single, and it's the same artist who did the Anxious Thoughts art, and fucking yeah, me, everything. Mika,
0: she is wonderful. Go hire her He's to do all your not. art.
1: Yes. Um, The amount of times, on a few good records front, I say plug Ari to do art for... Also, also you know, get Ari Mika, to do art. Get Ari to do art, and if you have a bigger budget... Mika's around for art <laughs> um, You're not wrong. If your budget's low, Ari's here though. Um, um, you know, the, the art direction is phenomenal. I love what it brings to the table. Um, it's. I'm really happy
0: with how it turned out. Um, there was definitely me and. There were a
1: lot of different versions of it. Oh it my was god! Very, very late game for this to be finished.
0: It was hard. I know. It was like this artwork was supposed to be done like a month ago, and it's just because we went back and forth with it so many times. Was why it's I so think late. It worth,
1: I think it was worth it in the long run, though. Let's talk a little bit about the, the art while Ari's gone and and when she comes back. Well, because um,
0: a a big part. A big driving part of the song was the fact that uh, climate change is a thing and everything's kind of fucked right now because nobody wants to uh, do anything about it. Yeah. People say they want to do things about it, but nobody actually does anything about it. Um,
1: Listen, man, I, I, I understand as someone who has been very, very conscious about environmental impact and carbon footprint and over the last four and a half years made the transition from vegetarian to full vegan and the environmental part was the biggest reason not to yeah. say the animal. I mean, that, that's
0: that that's like, I mean, that that's how entirely how I feel like I've transitioned to being a vegetarian now. And it's like, I'm trying to keep a, um, at least keep a fucking, what's the word? Like, uh, be mindful of the environment. Yeah.
2: And absolutely. like
0: my impact on it and everything. And it just kind of like, you know, Having a country that's be or living in a country that's viewed as a quote unquote green leader when we have the dirtiest fucking fossil fuel as our biggest industry that nobody seems to want to even stop investing in. Like, I mean, there's people outside of Canada that are like, OK, we're not going to put money towards this. But like our actual politicians are like, OK, let's up the production of this. Absolutely devastating fucking resource
1: we're and, we're and we're no better in america oh no i mean
0: you guys have your whole <laughs> fracking shit and like i mean the oil industry is like it's it's something like
1: what what's you see it? the shit on the gulf coast the other day With the
0: fucking yeah oh gulf yeah the, the fucking the, the the pit to hell yeah
4: yeah uh
1: fucking horrible
0: yeah I, it, it's fine exxon says it's okay though
1: fuck exxon fuck,
0: fuck. exxon um, um, and like, I mean, the whole thing that like a hundred companies or whatever like are responsible for seventy percent of the uh, global emissions. Like these, she, like these, the, the people who run these companies should be tried for fucking crimes against humanity. There should be public fucking executions yeah, of these people. Absolutely. They have destroyed the earth. Yeah, like, and, and the, the the entire the the entire um, like, people love to talk about twenty fifty, but the entire. Like plan of that hinges on us having a technology that sucks carbon out of the air, which we don't fucking have, and the closest thing we have to that are our trees and our ocean, which we're destroying.
1: Yep. <sighs> yep. It's well, fucking
0: infuriating.
1: All well, at the red carpet, we're gonna walk everybody over to the giant fucking guillotine and deal with this right now. Like, but bringing it back to the art direction, you've got a fucking planet. Engulfed in flames in your art for this single.
0: Yep, and it's also—I mean, it's also Canada. That wasn't planned. That—that w- that was all Mika. Um,
1: I love it though. Yeah, and it's, it's great. I mean,
0: it—it's it accurate considering true. all of Canada's on fucking fire right now. <laughs> well, most of Canada, at least. Yeah, I was gonna say
4: Alaska's in there.
0: Alaska's there too. Alaska's just chilling. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: But yeah, there's there's some nice touches like the fire in in Justin Pigo's eyes or the golden teeth.
1: I was gonna say the giant pig parody figurehead with the golden teeth, flames in the eyes. It's it's brilliant. I I love the political statement of it and how for most major politicians it is truly lip service. And yeah, it, it is very yeah. much. They will talk the game but won't ever act on it, and it's something we we see here. Um,
0: Shout out to my buddy Joe not giving my friend student loan like relief. Remember when he was like, "Hey, day one is when the, the coronavirus leave checks are going to go out." Oh, hey, we're not going to give you two grand because you got seven hundred dollars from the last administration that had nothing to do with us. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're <laughs> up here. We were getting like two grand every like month. Because Dude,
3: yeah,
1: that was wild. That was that fucking was wild. wild. Talking about that in in our our group chat, our origin story between a few good records and Ben was our, our big Netflix party gang, and talking to our our Canadian our, our northern homies. Just the way the dynamic is so different. Well, we we got
0: lucky though because, like because of our political system we have the ndp which are which, which is our center left party and they cuz it's a minority government right now so that means that uh trudeau's liberals don't can't just like fucking ram stuff through they don't have enough votes to do that they have to right. compromise with the other parties and yep. because of the ndp being like no you have to support the canadian people um we got the uh, cerb is what it was called
2: mm-hmm.
0: um which was our coronavirus relief um, and right. student, I mean, students got something else um, too, which was I think it was a little bit less. It was like fifteen hundred a month, I think, but it was still something. Oh, my um, brain here
1: going fifteen hundred a month would have made would have would have made huge life. things, and
0: I think that actually having a That'd UBI awesome. system in place would be mad, like fucking completely changed the fucking landscape for hundreds of thousands of people across the country.
1: Hell yeah,
0: um, yeah,
1: and it's it's infuriating to see how little america has truly done for their people like um, i mean i just i just know our, like our super friendly neighbors of the great white north are are doing it much much better
0: yeah and i i mean we're doing it a bit better but like something like 56% of canadians are 200 bucks away from financial instability like it's not like we're doing it much better it's still a capitalist hellscape up here but at least we have you it's know some, healthcare we
2: do we're we're
1: all in a capitalist hellscape but your 1,500 a month compared to what we've gotten grand total. Yeah, you
0: guys have gotten fucking jack shit and I'm surprised (laughs) that like two two (laughs) months of your program is more than we've gotten total. Like, I'm genuinely surprised that there wasn't more protests about that.
1: All I can say is I've personally been very fortunate that I worked through the pandemic which in a very retail people-facing environment has been awful
2: I'm oh glad God. that I
1: personally was not out of work for more than a month and that the company I work for was cool enough to pay me for that month. Yeah. Um We're like I, I personally came out more or less unscathed compared to the rest of the the country and I still feel like it's been a challenge.
0: Yeah, and like I mean,
3: and I the answer what you first said, Ben, about not more protests because the people that were protest still had to fucking work through all of this.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: You know, you're, you're fucking right. And that's the problem. Is I can't. That's take, what it is. We, we can't take days off to protest. Is the problem? Is we cannot afford the days off to yep. protest. The problem. Um, Gotta love a capitalist hellscape. Capitalism, baby. Um, I just like the a, 50 million whatever.
0: people that got unemployed and like the 30 million that were facing eviction or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. those are the people that I fucking worry about because that, like, is yeah, still fucking ongoing
1: everywhere. I mean,
0: not, not to say they don't fucking worry about everybody in this fucking hellscape, but like,
1: but they clearly don't worry about everybody.
0: But it's I mean, like, our politicians fucking don't. Like, I mean, I can get into the whole thing because there's a thing here where, um, basically our city. Si- Toronto doesn't have a lot of green space anymore because our city council decides that uh, condos are more important. Um, Yeah. Even though they're the size of a fucking closet, Um, and cost an absorbent amount of money. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like at the cheapest, it's like three hundred thousand dollars for a fucking like box.
1: Fucking hell.
0: It's stupid, and I mean that's not to mention downtown where it's like fucking seven hundred grand. But anyway. Um so there's we have a huge homeless problem here because we have the worst retail like um not retail uh worst housing market in North America. And so uh our politicians decided our local politicians decided to send a bunch of cops to uh the the park where there was a huge homeless encampment to just like remove them. And thankfully Jeez. like a lot of the the community showed up and like the issue was ended up like, um, the city actually offered the people housing and, and stuff, and which I guarantee you wouldn't have happened if the community didn't show up, but... No, not just chance. It's, no. It's like, th- this is how our politicians choose to treat, I mean, A, their constituents, but B, people that fall in hard times and don't fit in anywhere because our shelters don't have the infrastructure for it, and it's like this yeah. is just a microcosm of, of the whole you know, COVID situation, and if this is happening in every city across all of North America, if not all of the world. Like, it's just, it's a shit show.
1: It, it really is. It's, it's horrible. Basically,
0: moral of the story be nice to homeless people, man.
1: Be excellent. Like, they're still fucking people, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's.
3: Anyway. (laughs) That that was a rant that I wanted. Ask questions later because that's what most of our unhoused go through, but.
0: Oh, well, it's always like, like, it's never, I want to fix homelessness. It's always, I just don't want to see them here.
1: Exactly. Well, that's, that's California, so.
0: Oh, I mean, that. that's Toronto. That's just like, our politicians like, we don't want to fix. Everywhere. It's yeah. like,
1: <laughs> the yeah.
0: amount of money they spend on policing homeless people, they could have saved most of it and just fucking house the homeless people.
3: Yeah, I got in this argument with my coworker the other day and it was infuriating.
0: It's yeah. I mean, peop- there's a lot of like really pro-propaganda out there because we lived under these institutions for so long.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but it it's like when we're spending, you know, Toronto is spending a billion dollars to police that just like harass homeless people. Yeah. I mean, I love how this conversation has devolved into us, you know, talking about policing, um, from music, but uh, like
1: it's, it's important it's
4: conversation. Like, but, but
0: like the, so, the police yeah, in it, Toronto, but, like sorry, but like the police, it, like big picture, it ties in
1: lyrically. It, yeah, it,
0: it it does tie in lyrically. It's like because like I mean, just back to policing in Toronto for a second. Um, yeah, like the cops have basically stopped policing traffic. Resulted in a direct increase in traffic related homicides. Like people have died because they're getting hit by cars because cars aren't being fucking policed at all. Yeah. Meanwhile they you know have enough money to have you know fucking an entire battalion of riot cops show up to fucking um yeah. trainee bellwoods y- to clear out a bunch of homeless people? Like what fucking threat to society do these people pose? Especially when the community comes out and defends them.
3: Yeah,
0: I just I'm just sick of having a bunch of wannabe fucking soldiers from like the suburbs show up in in the city, being like, "Hey, we're gonna you know keep you safe by harassing your friends." Fuck that! Fuck that!
1: Fuck that is is really what it boils down to. Anyway, and and that's and that's lip service, man. Um, That's lip
0: service. It's politicians being like, "Hey, we're gonna fucking help you out," and then making your life worse
1: yeah it's all, all of that really ties it's it's full circle there um i mean that's only the beginning that's only beginning that's what you're hearing now that's what you're hearing um, now
0: i have i have plenty of more rants stored for later don't we, get me wrong we
1: have a lot more to talk about let's as as quickly and concise as we can because we've spent a lot of time here let's talk about what else is next on the original front let's talk about what you're doing on the compilation records, a few good records has coming out soon. This
0: hopefully, I mean, this will hopefully go through faster because I can't get super in depth into it. Um,
1: right, right. Well, we we don't have the the deep dive for this, this
0: stuff. Deep um, but I have uh, what's coming out next. So, in terms of covers,
1: the next the ne- there's so
0: basket case.
1: This is where a few good records has coming in the future is uh we have our 90s compilation due out late august we'll call it
0: which i'm doing uh green days basket case for if it ends up getting done by then which it should i'd have most of it done done.
1: it'll get done in time
0: it's it's actually like going really well i was doing i was doing the scratches the other day and julian's like wait have you like practiced this at all i'm like kind of he's like dude you're like already nailing this i'm like hell yeah Um,
1: (laughs) You you were you were officially yeah. our last artist, the most last minute add on. So, the fact that you're so far in the process yeah. now is is fantastic. I mean, you um, know and, me; I can I can sorry. rush shit
0: if I need to. Which um, it just depends on how good it will can be. We,
1: can we take a brief second to commend how quickly you came in clutch for the Menzingers compilation for? Cheska's cover of Charlie's Army where Uh, you had like a few days. I can't take full credit for that.
0: Julian did a lot of work and helped me out with that, too.
1: But still, that was like a matter of a few days notice that you ripped through the guitar and the bass and the the solo before the bridge of Charlie's Army.
0: The solo was so much fun to do. Are you kidding me?
1: So cool. I'm so happy it came out as well as it did. For, for everybody that hasn't listened yet, uh, a few good records at bandcamp.com. If you can find Lost in a Picture Frame, a tribute to the Menzingers. Ben played guitar and bass on our dear friend Cheska, who is the host of On the Impossible. I, I played guitar.
0: The bass was MIDI. The bass was MIDI. The bass wasn't me. The bass was MIDI.
1: <laughs> okay, you played guitar and ripped a shredding solo for the cover of Charlie's Army that our dear friend Cheska, who hosts the best Menzingers themed podcast, we love you, Jessica. On the
3: impossible We love you, Jessica. Um, and number one fan of Charlie's Army that was able to bully the Menzingers into playing it oh live. Oh my god, the amount of times Jessica's bullied
1: the Menzingers into playing Charlie's Army live, the least she could do was repay the favor by covering have you never seen those stickers? No. It's a fucking political campaign. Like, fucking political stickers of, like, play For Charlie's, Charlie's art. Army. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, everywhere. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god! And and
0: the best part is the menzingers have heard that cover.
1: Yes, yeah. The fact that the menzingers have <laughs> acknowledged, they acknowledged the entire compilation, and then they got back to Cheska being like, "This cover is fantastic. You killed
3: it." Um. But yeah, there was one like small Menzo show in Philly that Cheska went to. That she brought all of those stickers with her to play Charlie's Army, and because she's constantly told them since after the party came out to play that song, that at this little fucking, like...
1: It was that boot and saddle before they shut down yeah, because of the pandemic.
3: Little fucking um, like tiny, tiny room, show, tiny room in Philly. They were like, I guess this song's more popular than we thought, and just went <laughs> it. And it's not even the first time she's gotten them to play it. They
1: played it at Crossroads in Garwood. Yeah. Um. And they were like, this was a request, and played it. Like, oh my god. Okay. If I ever go possible. see the
0: men Singers with y'all, we have to bully them into playing Charlie's Army.
1: Absolutely. I'm gonna make a sign
0: that says "Play Charlie's Army for Cheska."
1: Yeah, <laughs> she not have yes. to be with us. So I'm
0: just gonna bring the sign with me.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if they played it because of that, because they've done it twice already.
0: Uh, they need me to play it. That's what they. I'll play it entirely out of time.
1: So, they've. It's it's like in the New Jersey Philly area. It's Menzinger's lore that Cheska. And Charlie's Army's history. Eating joke right now. <laughs> yes. Basically. So, so you're now you're officially part of it. I'm then. part of the lore. First,
0: it was a part, part of the MCU. Of the now it's New Jersey Philly lore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. MCU lore because of WandaVision and Yo Gabba Gabba and. Aquabats to Real Big Fish to Scott 2 Network to a few good records to, to Ben Tini. We're here. I will not elaborate further than that for those of you who I'm gonna, do I'm not
0: gonna kick the shit off Tom Holland Spider Man for a second. to Tony started.
1: Together yourself, Ben is gonna kick Spider Man's ass, is basically what it boils down yeah. to. So, so you're doing basket case for our 90s comp. because
0: um. I'm a fucking basket case. Um, so yeah, I'm doing um, basket ben, case for the 90s comp.
1: And then after that, we have Now That's What I Call Music to Drink Beers and Cry To, no. which we're still looking for active artists. Uh, First, for there is something score. in between there.
0: There is the Bo Burnham comp. Oh,
1: there is in between.
0: There's the Emo there Trash Bo Burnham comp, which I'm doing a song for.
1: Joint effort with yeah. Emo Trash podcast. Our, Emo our Trash, good friends, we love you. Our good friends at Emo Trash. Our if you listen to putting comments, together, and this might be like the scoop, this is the exclusive. This is the exclusive. Cool announcement. Unless you follow us all a, on Twitter. <laughs> a compilation of all of the songs from Inside by Bo Burnham. You'll we'll uh, never guess what ben I'm doing. Is covering, ben is covering Problematic. He's
0: problematic. <laughs> <laughs> He's a problem. When I was 17, I dressed up as Aladdin
1: yes so so Ben is the problematic Kimbo on the label is basically what that boils down to hell
0: yeah Um, if I ever have a scandal I'm just playing that he's a problem
1: yes that is your your press release is I'm problematic and (laughs) just kind of shrug
0: (laughs) I'm problematic
1: group vocals he's a problem it's yeah um so a few good records is gonna handle the cassette pressing of that with emo trash, who are who are the homies? Do you think Bo Burnham's gonna buy one? I'm sorry. Do you think Bo Burnham's gonna buy one? I doubt it. They're trying to get Bo to pick at the charity, and they have. I'll to drunk
3: him. DM him to tell him that I'll we'll try. just send him one. Just DMs here's Bo what you do: you DM, DM Phoebe bridges because okay. I heard they were
0: hanging out. Honestly, <laughs> honestly DM Phoebe Bridgers and be like, hey, he can he you can ask like, Bo like, something he for he me?
3: Please
1: <laughs> do that. Okay. That is a thing. Uh yes, that did go across the internet. What, the what if
0: we get Phoebe Birders on the comp?
1: Stop. Do not threaten me with the shit. She good time. she
0: would fucking cover uh that funny feeling though. That would be incredible. That would be I mean she already has expressed that. Why doesn't she get on the comp? Emo Trash, what are you doing? Wait. Oh my god. Somebody's stop. already covering that though.
1: So so Emo Trash is putting together this Bo Burnham comp. We're gonna handle the cassette pressing. There may be some other surprise releases I cannot speak too thoroughly about right this second. But as far as
0: Is there a certain tall that, boy that may get a get get a release at some point?
1: No, it's it's things that we're gonna just handle the cassette pressing for, so I cannot speak to them from here. Um Okay, you'll have to tell me after. We we will talk. Um but beyond that we have now. That's what I call music to drink beer and cry to, which we are still looking for other artists to contribute originals, covers, acoustics, demos, B sides, whatever you I want. I
0: actually was. Um, I mean, this is probably like not the time, not the place for it. But I got, I got sent another demo, or I got sent a demo for one, or I think they're sending me a demo for one.
2: Oh yeah, we'll, I, we'll bring I gotta it up pass later. it
0: on. But anyway, we'll We'll, we'll, we'll talk bring about it Athens. up later.
1: We're we're looking for more involvement there, whether it's musical or for the art slash writing zine side of things.
3: Yes, there is a zine coming along with this. If oh, you shit. write, if you draw, if you take pictures.
0: I, I just realized I forgot to email somebody about the zine, so I have to do that after
1: this. <laughs> you can reach out to us via Twitter, at a few good records, um, or at a few good records at gmail.com. Um, and we can talk about any aspect of that. Um, but Ben has chosen to cover a Phoebe Bridgers. Speaking of Phoebe Bridgers...
0: God. And Bo Burnham, maybe yeah. maybe I'm just a prophet, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm cover gonna Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham, it. and then the universe was yeah. like, I'm gonna put the two of them in the same place.
1: Pretty much, you've manifested this. I've manifested
0: this. Basically. You're,
1: covering, you're covering problematic and funeral. I'm, and-
0: I'm a problematic funeral baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> oh my god! I made a joke to. Um one of my friends today cause they're like, Yeah, the only reason I can come to Canada is like work or funeral. I'm like, so what if I kill myself? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. But beyond I'm just fake it. Beyond Basket Case Problematic and Funeral, which will be a fun little series of covers from you, there are more originals soon that we plan on doing a cassette release for.
0: There's gonna be two originals. I don't know if I want to release the names of them
1: yet. But, we do not have to talk about names yeah. right this minute. There's but there one, are two.
0: They, they both two have, to do with people, feelings. Feelings. They have to do with feelings. They have one to do with feelings. One of
1: them with feelings. One and of hockey. them there's hockey involvement. There
0: there 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 is hockey references involved. In one of them.
1: Um. But those two songs, Lip Service is neither of them. Lip Service mm-hmm. is not one of them, and it will not be on the
0: cassette, sadly, just because of. Um, time yeah,
2: issues and,
1: and what we're doing yeah. yeah, we plan to drop a, a two song cassette for, for Ben this fall we'll call it um, yeah sometime in the fall y'all will get two more songs beyond lip service in a few months in addition to all these cool covers Ben is doing we'll talk about those more when it's time to talk about them uh, I'm sure we'll see Ben on the podcast again. Oh, whether the, the podcast. podcast, the podcast, the podcast, the podcast, eh? Apparently, <laughs> whether whether it's talk about his stuff or Ben may be a recurring. We'll pop him in for other episodes, kind of deal.
0: I'm gonna um, just shout. I'm gonna I'm gonna go trash. join the Emo trash podcast.
1: Please do. Um, <laughs> I should yeah. DM
0: them. Be like, "Hey, yeah. get me on here for lip service."
1: But I think we've exhausted everything we set out to talk about tonight. We do we? I think we knocked it all out of the park. Um, let's roll out that. What if I want car- to talk yeah. about
0: how pretty Ari is? She's right there. Everybody, simp Ferrari. Please do it. Go follow her. She's beautiful.
1: Thank Go for you. It. If you follow her, it's at Mike Yabs because she leaned into a joke way too hard. Um, (laughs) And I will not elaborate further. You have to go find the episode of On the Impossible Pod that we are on for the context of that one. Do it. Um, (laughs) So, Ben, thank you so much for taking all of this time tonight to chat about everything previous current upcoming this this has been an absolute pleasure i'm so happy that this was how we brought the podcast back after a very long break
0: you say this as if i have anything else to do tonight
1: you could be playing stardew valley
0: i could be playing stardew Yeah, valley.
3: we have to, we to, we have to finish game. our
0: fucking stardew valley game yeah. are <laughs> it's exactly
3: my point i know my point
0: What's he- well
3: What's
4: Ethan,
0: Ethan's doing? around but Chase oh. Chase is like Chase never wait no it was Ryan it was Ryan not Chase
1: with all oh. of that said Ben Ari <laughs> I will leave you to playing Stardew Valley for the rest of the night uh listeners thank you for taking way too much time out of your day to listen to us um I love you if you're still listening everybody if you're enjoy... still listening why <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the rest of your day uh thank you for checking out a few good words podcast you can find us at a few good records at bandcamp.com. You can find us anywhere. You listen to podcasts at a few good words podcast. And what's a you podcast. Can out, you can check out Ben. Um. You can check out Bentini at a few good records. Dot You can find him on Spotify. Uh, you can buy merch. If you're in Canada, Bentini.com. If you're in the United States, a few good records at bandcamp.com We have shirts, we have posters, I mean, we it, will be distributing it, it soon.
0: Also doesn't matter because we just put everything on the same document and ship from wherever's closer. <laughs> or
4: wherever's <Logistically>, cheaper.
1: <laughs> yeah. Logistically whatever works. But ideally, if you're in Canada, his store, if you're in the lower forty eight, our store, whatever works, we've got you. We'll figure it out. Uh capitalism, baby. Yay. Um <laughs> uh, Ben, it's been an absolute pleasure. Take care. We love you.